Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And I spent 12 months interviewing 500 thought leaders to really get at the core of what is credibility. Uh, There's a book now called Credibility Nation that you could pick up. And more importantly, is you could listen to the interviews on this podcast. I've taken three particular interviews, which are anywhere between four to eight minutes long, combine them together, and you can listen to how the thought leader presents themselves, the types of questions being asked, and do they show up as credible or not credible? There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow, a lot to actually experience. So take a listen. If you like what you hear, spread some cred dust and click on the like button and share with your friends. And uh, enjoy. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans. Now stay in your seat. We have one right here about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Sanjay Gupta, who is a chief technology officer in the U.S. federal government. He is a business-driven, results- and action-oriented leader and adept at leveraging technology and scaling solutions to innovate and deliver results. Sanjay, welcome. Glad to be here on the show, Mitchell. You know, I, I, you know, I enjoy seeing even just your profile, and I've seen you on LinkedIn and our interactions back and forth, and it was not a letdown at all. It was spectacular to spend time in the green room with you. And I'd love the audience to get to know you through your CPOP. What is your customer point of pain? I would say it's about scaling solutions. Scaling. Scaling is such a beautiful... Scaling is such a beautiful word. And I, you know, life keeps changing with technology so amazingly fast and so many things keep happening and expectations of, of how we deal with uh, both the, the consumers of that uh, technology is so different. Uh, Sanjay, tell me more. Sure. So one of the things that I operate at is the nexus of business and technology. Uh, and I'm an innovator inherently. So what does that mean is I'm looking for opportunities where I can apply technology to solve business problems. And often the idea is not to just demonstrate a proof of concept or demonstrate the value of using new technology, but the bigger intention is to being able to scale that solution and scale it rapidly. And oftentimes that comes across, uh, I give you the most recent example with the COVID-19 global pandemic. Uh, That's a scale that none of us had probably imagined, uh, at least I had not imagined that what we had to deal with. Uh, And certainly that is where I applied my abilities to figure out uh, how we could scale our solutions to help the citizens at large. Uh, And that is what uh, drives me. And that's where my passion lies. So I'm a technologist, but I say I'm a business first technologist when I look for opportunities to find solutions and scale them uh, to the level that they need to be at. Did you say, there was one thing you said that was fascinating at the level of scaling, like it was business and business 
all, all the business you did in a year. What was that again? Yeah, good point on reminding me on that, Mitchell. So uh, I'll give you just as a case in point, the scaling level we are talking about is typically the businesses that could be conducted in a year's time. Uh, we were doing that kind of a business in a day's time. So just let me repeat that. 24 hours worth equals 365 days of work. That's the level of scaling I'm talking about that That's we crazy. were uh, confronted with. I, I just think about this, and, and, and those, those of you with small businesses, just think about all the business you did in last year doing that in one day. Uh, Sanjay, how do you have credibility to do what you do? So I think it's a combination, Mitchell, of three things. Uh, first and foremost, I'm a business first person. I look at what is the business mission? What is the business problem we're trying to solve? Second, I understand technology very well, and I look for technology to fit for the purpose. And what I mean by that is every situation is different. Every situation has constraints. So I look for solutions that will fit the given constraints. So if you can think about it, it's about innovating. It's looking at creative ways of doing it. Lastly, I, like I said, I am an innovator inherently, and I look for opportunities to help drive the business uh, and improve the business outcomes, whether it's customer experiences, whether it's scaling uh, and use of new technology. So that's what I would say are the three elements that make my credibility. And, and your, what you've done has touched millions. That is correct. That's crazy. Crazy cool. Um, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Uh, yeah, that's an important aspect, and especially in the federal government. I believe very strongly that uh, what we have done, uh, what I have done, or what my team has been able to demonstrate uh, can be replicated, and it can be used or reused or repurposed across the different federal agencies. Uh, it's all about, at the end of the day, improving customer experiences, citizen experiences, and doing it at scale. Uh, definitely technology is an enabler of that. And that's how I'm sharing this through webinars, through presentations. Uh, and I've also written research articles, op-eds, op uh, just so that I can share the learnings and experiences and motivate the others to do what I think is certainly the art of the possible. Mm. Ah, that's so beautiful. So listen, you're sitting here and you're listening or you're watching and you're recognizing to yourself, what would happen? if I had to do the amount of business I did last year in one day, and you want to learn more from somebody, uh, you should start exploring what Sanjay Gupta does. What is the best way for people to reach out to you? Best way to reach out to me is on LinkedIn. I know there's many namesakes uh, already out there. Uh, so I am uh, on the LinkedIn profile, Sanjay Gupta with the number four. Uh, I know there's a doctor on CNN. I get this question many times. Are you the doctor on CNN? I tell them not, not me. <laughs> Sanjay, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thanks to having me here, Mitchell. Great oh, to you're, here. you're absolutely welcome. And if you, hey, listen, if you're at this stage of the interview, you know what to do next. Spread a little bit of cred dust by clicking the like button, sharing with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans Stay in your seat. We have one right here about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Aaron Lyman, who is a wicked problem tamer and innovation accelerator. Backed by 20 years of customer research, design, and product management experience, 
She helps product leaders and teams frame and tackle real business problems through creative problem-solving sessions and design thinking skills transfer. Erin, welcome. Thanks, Mitchell. You know, I uh, I always enjoy being in the same room with you. I just think you're so cool. I enjoy your CPOP and, and how you how you come, come across. I'd love the audience to see that. What is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Senior leaders who need to solve strategic problems that have never been solved before. Huh. Not that anyone has any of these. What, what happens? Hey, we're in this middle of this massive transformation from the industrial age to, I call it the global village. We are hit with a global pandemic. I would say anyone who's a senior leader by definition has problems they haven't uh, had to solve before. Aaron, tell me more. So there are two parts to this work, right? Um, usually there's a framing part of it where we're actually trying to understand the problem itself uh, to really get at the root cause. And then the second part is getting employees fired up about the problem and ensuring they have the capabilities to prototype and really solve those complex problems. Nice. And generally speaking, what you're doing is you're going in and working with the teams. Yeah, I go in there and work with the senior leaders, and then often I'm brought in to work with their respective teams and even their respective teams. Nice. Uh, Aaron, how do you have credibility to do it? I know this answer, but I, I want to hear it from you. How do you have credibility to do what you do? Yeah, I. Um, a lot of it, this work requires um, vulnerability. And so part of my background is I was trained up as an executive coach. I've also been a product management leader and, and design leader for a very long time. So I've seen a lot over the course of my career, about 15 different industries worth, uh, small and large companies. Um, so that's uh, that's a lot of, of what I've done. Also, um, I've worked with about 800 to 1,000 uh, uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, so that includes folks at Babson, uh, the executive program at Stanford as part of the D school. Uh, and so we've worked through a lot of these challenges and I've seen the emotional side as well as the, the problem side. And often we have to solve both at once. And, and would you mind, given that some of the brands you've worked at have been pretty big, could you name a couple, couple companies yeah, you've sure. worked with? So I've done this with leaders from uh, SAP and Infosys, uh, Intuit, um, Upwork, and uh, sometimes their projects, sometimes their programs, sometimes I'm internal. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. And how do you go about sharing your credibility? Yeah, I uh, I go about um, a lot of times it's a repeat engagement, right? So uh, there's a certain kind of problem that leaders face, and then I'm on speed dial. Um, and they're not your everyday problems, but they're the big ones that you you try to avoid. And then finally, your strategic initiative just call, you know calls you to solve it. And and that's when I use my phone usually rings. Um, it's when there's no playbook and they can't do what they've always done. Um, and it, it just takes a different perspective on on the problem and solving it very differently. Hmm. And you mentioned when we were in the green room. You mentioned actually there were some companies that when you walked in, they weren't ready and you turned them down. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So this this kind of problem, walking into ambiguity, requires a lot of courage and it requires vulnerability. Um, it 
they need to make sure that number one, they're up for it Two, um, is that they have the right team assembled. And they also need the courage to prototype and be, be wrong in service of the learning, um, trying out new solutions. So there are clients where some of those things just are not true. There's a little bit of, of theater to it. They think they are, or um, just the environment is not ready. They're not at that point where um, they are ready to embrace this. It, it's a difficult journey. It's kind of a hero's journey. I, uh, I love the, the, the intent and the commitment to serve others and to turn clients away. You know, even if they have money, if you know they're not ready to solve it. Listen, if you're listening to this, you're watching this and you're a senior leader and you have this, a, a problem that doesn't have a playbook answer to it. Having Aaron Lyman come in to talk with you and to help would make a lot of sense. How best can uh, can people reach you, Aaron? Sure. Uh, best is through email. That's Aaron at innovationissocial.com and on LinkedIn. Beautiful. Aaron, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you, Mitchell. Oh, you're welcome. Listen, if you're still here at this stage of the episode, that means that this was appealing to you, you liked it, it makes sense to spread some cred dust, and that's click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, I'm Mitchell Levy, Global Credibility Expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought of Your Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Sarah Ross, who is the UK's number one burnout expert an award-winning speaker, coach, and author who uses her own experiences with burnout and stress in the corporate world to help others recover from burnout. She works with C-suite execs to create an environment with positive, sustainable mental health. Sarah, welcome to the show. Hi, Mitchell. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hi, and you are welcome. Uh, I uh, There's some people... Not that those that I don't enjoy are not as important, but some people whose green room conversations is so beautiful um, that I, I I want to share that with the audience. Could you please share, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain? So losing employees to mental health issues. Man, what happened all of a sudden around the world in March is that the entire world had to take station identification and many employees all of a sudden recognize that, oh, I don't really like my life or now I got to spend time with my family who I don't like or things happen. And I, as a manager, I became a psychologist and, and life kept changing and changed dramatically for everyone. I could see this being an amazingly important time for you. Uh, tell me more. So I work with, the C-suite to create that mental health environment in their businesses where the conversations can be had around mental health, where we can actually talk about it as a topic rather than something we try and hide behind or try and call it something else. Um, here in the UK, for instance, most people won't actually put down their illness if they have a day off to stress. They'll call it flu or cold or stomachache, but they wouldn't actually say that it was mental health. Now, if we don't know it's happening and that's what people are suffering with, then we can't have the conversations to improve our company cultures, our company processes, 
to actually help people be the best they can be. And when our people are the best, our customers get even better service. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And so, Sarah, how do you have credibility to do what you do? So I've been working 20 years, different industries, over 100 different countries, um, and really looking at how does burnout start and why is it that people won't talk about it? Now, I had a personal journey with it. And as I started to heal and learn about those red flags that were there, they were all things that I could have spoken about to people, but didn't. And so over the last few years, you know, I've spoken to, coached people, 250, 300 people away from that burnout point. You know, there is a, there is a point when chronic stress becomes burnout. And that change is when life is no longer worth living. Mm. People tend to be positive when they are chronically stressed. It's just they have too much to do. There's too much going on. But when people burn out, that flame goes out, that fire goes out, everything becomes tough. I've been there and I've come back. And now it's really to make sure that nobody else ever gets to that point themselves. Because we can start to have those conversations much earlier on. And I think that I, it sounds very, very, uh, very much. Tell me a little bit more about how do you go about sharing your credibility? So I, as I said, experienced burnout. I was at the point of deciding the day I would take my own life. And through a very, you know, one day, one person made me realize I had a reason to be here. And I reasoned that th that was to make sure that somebody else had somebody to ask for help from. And so as I've begun to share my story, whether that is through speaking on stages, I've been very fortunate to speak at the Women's Economic Forum uh, on five different occasions now. I've spoken at conferences. I've been part of a book um, called Activate Your Life. All of these things are about getting that message to people that it is okay to not be okay and that it's, okay, it's not weak to speak. So actually opening up. And for some people, they'll see me on stage speaking and other people, it is a Facebook Live or maybe a meme that I've posted across social media to get that message out that we need to talk about these things. Mm. I want to say that's so beautiful, but I, I just mean it. What you're doing to the world is absolutely beautiful, and how you're doing it, and how you how you share, is uh, very very elegant. And so, if you're listening to this and you're recognizing that this maybe you or maybe people on the team that you're that you're working with. Uh, you're going to want to reach out to Sarah Ross. Sarah, what's the best way for people to go about doing that? Easiest way for people to find me is on LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn under the, the name, The Sarah Ross. Nice. Nice. Beautiful. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Oh, thank you for having and the opportunity. Oh, of course. You're welcome. And, and once again, if you're still here... Hey, you've enjoyed Sarah because she's got this just super warm heart. 
but also you recognize the importance of getting this message out. So this is the time to spread some cred dust. Click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And Dubious Nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.